everyone. I'm Natasha Ryan with the North Group. It is time to head north, our podcast. And with me, I have Steve Hernandez, CEO of the North Group, Brittany Galley with Movo Hub, or officially known as Brit, and Lee Alton with the Kindness Games and Fortress. <laughs> okay. So we are here to debrief on GSX, of course, the largest security conference in the country for our industry. We want to talk about what we loved. Uh, what we took away from it, and of course, we all know each other well, so this will sh should be a free-flowing conversation. And when we kind of talked about how to do this, Britt had a really, really good idea. I love this idea. We're going to turn this into what Britt called maybe like an award show, right, Britt? Yep, best of awards for GSX 2022, Hotlanta. Okay, first of all, I want to start with the question, because we all were at last year's GSX, we were at this year's. Um, I know I saw huge difference. Last year was my first year going and I could not believe how much bigger and better the expo floor was and how many more sessions were offered. Let's chat a little bit about that. Steve, let's go to you. What'd you think? Last yeah, year? I mean, this is my fifth year attending GSX. Um, I thought from what I partook in, it was absolutely amazing. Um, I thought the show floor was phenomenal. Uh, I thought the structure of the show floor was phenomenal. I thought a lot of the speakers were phenomenal. I mean, the lineup for speakers this year was tremendous. Um, the the after parties, public and private, uh, that that I briefly stopped by were were great. Um, I you know I give a shout out to many of them, but I'll I'll save I'll save those shout outs. I I really think uh, I really think there was a lot of effort put in by a lot of people. And I think that we saw a lot of new faces in the industry and we saw the same faces that we love to see. I, I, I just, I loved it. Britt, last year, this year, what'd you think? Yeah, I think besides the attendance numbers, which I know were significantly higher, um, it was, I, I'll say a, a better feeling of inclusion. The amount of young people, women in security that you saw on the floor, that you saw walking the conference, there, it, it was definitely bigger and better. Um, I also, it was great to see the money that the vendors actually put into this show and put into the events themselves. It showed that, I mean, it's, it's the commonality of on the security industry right now, which is their money's flowing. Companies are buying up other companies. It's consolidating. And now we're becoming one cohesive, um, industry that's now progressing forward, right? There was a lot of disassociation. There was a lot of companies that were, you know, fragmented, a lot of parts and arms of the industry that were fragmented. We're now finally seeing all that come together and it's great to even see it, not necessarily just in the party piece of it, but you can see it on the show floor. You see it on the education sessions. You see it in the diversity happy hours, like women in security, the young professionals happy hour. You can kind of see that cohesion and um, I just think it's great. It's it's finally progressing, which is great after COVID, two years of that nonsense that we're now over. Yes, thank God. Lee. I should say no comment because Britt's just answered everything, right? <laughs> like anything like you could have said, like she just said it. No, honestly, just amazing. I mean, obviously the highlight was getting together with uh, with my crew and hanging with you guys. But yeah, you know, to I think the most kind of apart from meeting Tim in, in in person for the first time, I think the most powerful and moving thing for me was was the unity, was was everybody coming together. You know, irrelevant of who you work for, um, you know what your 
affiliation was. I just loved it. I loved the fact that there are so many, so many different people talking to each other too, right? People that you never used to associate with or, and, and again, I go back to what Britt said of like thinking about the young people on the floor, not, not just like walking the conference floor, but the fact that they had the courage to present themselves in front of like huge personalities like ourselves, right? That they've now got, is that your dog that's just turned up too behind you? <laughs> like, brilliant. He's joined our podcast. <laughs> brilliant. Dog on the podcast. Come on down. No, it's just amazing. And I love it. And I've already um, yeah, put some put, put at least one uh, young woman in security together with some some great mentors. Um, and I'm gonna yeah put you together with that with that young lady too. So I'm really proud. I really loved it. So much better this year. But I mean, I think that was obvious. It's going to be obvious because of um, obviously what we were going through in, in COVID. Sure. So I was just really excited and, and thankful to be there and 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 for all the opportunities of being able to to speak, um, really make a difference. So that's all I've got for now. Lee, so you touched on this and. Brit, really, the credit goes to you. We were sitting in a women in security meeting, um, our monthly meeting, and you know the leaders of women in security. I think I don't know if it was you or Mary, but you were talking about how it's not enough to just show up. It's not enough to attend the meetings. It's not even enough to sit on the committee. Like you really have to advocate for the younger and more female representation and you have to mentor so hats off to you lee for already you already were wonderful at that but and brits really you're so good at you know taking people under your wings so but you just said already connected people so you're already doing it and i and i think that's amazing so but what were some of these awards what are we what are we getting the best of i think this is fun yeah yeah, I was going to say I give my best uh, private happy hour award to Effortlow. Um, not only did the CEO, I think, did a really good job of, you know, event space, time, and and the audience and who was there from the industry. Um, I'll say key decision makers, but also industry veterans that, honestly, it's hard to get in a room sometimes. So I'd say great job to that that company and that team. Um, and then as far as, the you know, the best sponsored, I'll say, public happy hour or party. Um, I'll go ahead and say it. And we can debate this out, whether it was Canada night or Texas night. What do you guys think? I have to say the theming, I just, I just punted it. The theming <laughs> of Texas night with the barbecue. I mean, look, we all know Chuck brands himself well. So the event was nothing short of fantastic branding. I had a good time with the magician who managed to take the ring off of my finger and attach it to the keychain in his pocket without ever touching it. I don't get it. I loved it. I had a great time. But as far as like socializing um, with my crew and really getting into intimate conversations, I that was great at Canada night. So I think hats off to both events. I'm going to be Switzerland and go right down the middle. Can we just say that you should keep better track of your belongings? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't sound like a good security measure to like yeah, give some guy your ring. Life. I don't know. I think I looked at it. it's on the dash of the red beamer in the parking lot. Like it better not be. <laughs> I don't know where it, no. it must have been the uh, the beverages at the at the event. Uh, then. They were. For I 
I agree with you, Natasha. Leah, I want to hear what, what your thoughts are on that award, but but same thing. I, I think that the, you know, Canadians are always so nice. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so. And I feel like they, they just really, it was a very welcoming hug around you, happy hour. Um, and then, exactly. like I said, Texas Night, Texas Night, what, one of the biggest takeaways, thanks Chuck for all the giveaways, of course, but one of the biggest takeaways from Texas Night, I noticed it was not, not only was it great that it was at the beginning of the conference, so everybody could meet there, make their plans for the week, so on and so forth, you know, introduce themselves to new people to get the week started for the conference. But the other piece to that was, is it was really nice to see the sponsorship from the vendors. So good job, Chuck, for getting them all to do that. Um, next year, I think there's rumors already that it's going to be bigger and better, which is amazing. And women in security might even be involved. So I think that's something to look forward to from next year. But this, if that, that was a preview, that was a great preview. Great. Go ahead, Lee. So Uncle Chuck is my man. Um, everybody knows that. I, I think you have to give him huge kudos and, and, and a round of applause for like what you kind of just um, you know touched upon is how he's able to bring everybody together, you know, get all that sponsorship. I mean, look, you've, you've got to take your hat off to him, but um, yeah. shh, right? Because thinking about logistically of all the preparation that you have to go through and then on the actual night of, 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 of executing it. And, and I think we need to give a shout out to his amazing, I think she's the director of administration for, for FOC is, is Jessica because she was awesome. And I, yeah, and, and also Chuck's wife, um, Angie too, because again, the, you know, we all know it's the ladies that rule, right. I'm giving that to you, to you ladies is, and, and, and again, they work silently in, in the background, and obviously Chuck gets all of the the accolades because he's front of house. But they they put so much together, and I think the way it was executed and bring in, like you said, young faces, you know, older faces that have been in the industry a long time together, and those conversations. I think it was amazing. But I also did love Canada Night too because it was a different twist, and Canadians are just so kind and nice. Um, yeah, and, and obviously we hung out together. And I think, like, I think Tash said it earlier, is I think Canadian Night was better for us in terms of the way we will be able to engage conversationally because I, I think that the, the music was a bit lower and we were able to find a quiet spot. So we were able to, to, to really enjoy the emotional roller coaster that we've all been on in the past couple of days. But I have to give a, a shout out to Private Party. My favorite had to be the one and only Jeffrey Slotnick because it was in a cigar bar. I love cigars. It was like a speakeasy. You go through a British phone booth to get in there, and it was just fantastic. And But, yeah, it's, it's hard to say what was the best because everything was fantastic. Yeah. I actually really think that Agreed. everything was really successful this year, and, and it was super cool. And thanks for everybody that invited me to these to these dudes too because that's, that's Did cool. Did you guys go to the speaker panels and, and speakers? Who was your best uh, either education session or, or panel that you attended? Ours. I am in charge of education. So, uh, no, I, you know, I do a few of them. And the thing that I noticed, you know, they're great, right, nationally. But also, I just noticed the attendance numbers were great because last year, I had to introduce a lot of sessions as the theater captain and the attendance this year was so much better in the sessions. It was awesome to look out an audience and see like a hundred people in every session. 
really cool. Yeah, agreed. Well, I mean, let me let me say, I mean, my, so I had quite a few favorites. I've got to say, um, the GSOC one that I went to. I mean, I, I don't know who the company was that presented <laughs> it. I think they called the North Group or something. There was this like bearded, like tough guy on the stage, Steve <laughs> or something, CEO. Uh, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that one. I, you know, and, and I'm not just saying that because they're my friends, but I think it was super informative. And I like I like the way that you pitched it and you talked about numbers. Uh, ROI. I think that's super important because a lot of people that don't uh, know much about GSOCs or, or how to run them don't really understand the fundamentals. And, and again, of how you can then communicate that to your customer of what a GSOC actually does. Um, and again, the added value of each component. So I think there was a lot of what I loved with a lot of the sessions were they were very educational. One of my favorites, I have to say this, emotionally, was one about failure, which I thought was extremely brave for uh, ASIS to put this on, on as a session. I wanted to go uh, that one, Lee. Right. So uh, our good friend Mike Gibbs was leading the conversation. But on, on the panel, you had Antoinette, who is a massive female voice. And, and actually, it was the first time I'd met her in person. I was like, wowzer. You are super cool. Why why don't we know each other that well? So I'm going to make a concerted effort to know her better. Also, you had Jeff Slotnick on there. Um, and Ricky. Ricky's surname escapes me. But again, extremely articulate, very charismatic. Every single one of them was. And, 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 the, and I suppose the concept of it was they were engaging the crowd um, to speak about their failings. Now, as you know, as a security professional, super uncomfortable now i love it because i love to get out there and do that kind of stuff right but i've embraced that but most type a whether you're a man or a female you don't like to you know let's say showcase your vulnerabilities or what would be perceived weaknesses so it's really good for me that not only did you have some really powerful speakers you know who have been in the industry a long time but what was cool for me is that asis put that on so they lent into vulnerability themselves and then also they allowed the crowd to engage. And like you said, Tash, like packed audience, I think there wasn't a, you know, a, a spare seat there. So that was really cool. And of course, I did one on the metaverse with the amazing Mary Gamble and the sweet goatee virtual avatar, John Harris. I had to put my plug into at the end, but. Yeah, great, great again. Amazing sessions. Yeah, I'll say in the sessions too, the the amount of diversity that was in there was great. So you had a bunch of you know younger people. There was even I saw quite a few white peas, um, people faces you haven't seen before, which is great. I mean, you want that you want that fresh perspective. You want that clean slate. You want that that you know newness to kind of the speaker set. And I think that that actually really came through this year, just honestly because of numbers and attendance and who was able to go this year and who wasn't able to go last year. Steve, any thoughts? Yeah, I think there was a lot of innovation. Um, I think that it's good to see the industry growth. I think that what we're seeing right now is, and you know, something we've all talked about offline is, is there's a lot of people doubling down on their vision, their mission. Um, I've talked to a lot of, you know, both sole proprietors and, and kind of corporate people um, that either work for big corporations in the security departments, CSOs, directors, I had several meetings on, on that front. And, and the reality is, 
I'm super impressed with where the industry direction is. I, I, I actually am more impressed because COVID, everything we just came out of, and it's there are folks doubling down. They're they're investing money in security. They're investing money in their businesses. It's just great to see other people in this industry successful, right? Um, I think we're feeding each other. I think uh, meeting Tim for the first time in person was phenomenal. Um, being a big fan of everything you know you guys have done with the kindness games, it's it's just I just I just love seeing where we're at. It's more about the industry growth. Um, there's a lot of innovation coming out about, you know, everything from active shooter mitigation, more proactive security is what I'm seeing and hearing with technology. Right. And that's, that's huge. Um, you know, we're working on several initiatives internally on that front. So it's just, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal to see the growth. Okay. I know Britt has to go. She had a heart out. I just saw that. Sorry, Britt. Thank you so much for popping in. We love you. We appreciate your time. And I will get back with you on Friday. Um, awesome. Talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah. Awesome, Britt. Stay with me here. I know Britt's next question was going to be, were there any booths that stood out to you on the expo floor that were your favorite that you liked? Uh, Steve, you want to start? Yeah, listen, you have the big ones, right? The Pinkertons, the uh, the the AUS, you have all these big booths. But what I saw was a lot of up and coming technology companies yes. that are that are market entry. And, and, you know, as the business guy, right, I love that market entry, that that first that first approach to diving into an industry that's oversaturated with people that half the time don't really know what they're doing. They don't know how to tie in the risk management side to the technology side, to the Intel side. I saw a lot of innovation. Um, I saw a lot of up and coming companies that have some first movers advantage in the market, which I love that. I think that's awesome. We need that. Uh, we also need to get away from the cannibalization of the industry. So I see a lot of folks walking around the show floor that have protective services companies now that worked for other big companies back you know, two years ago. Um, realized that those companies cut, so they went out on their own, started their own thing. I love that. I love seeing that. A lot of those guys are veteran law enforcement guys, veteran military guys, and they're taking that leap of faith to go into the industry on their own. And that's just absolutely amazing. Lee, you're up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's so difficult to actually, I mean, I, I'm going to pick out one that I, because I spent some time with those guys and, and they also afforded me and graced me with a conversation. Um, and that was the Ontic team. Um, ah. And that, yeah. You were going to say those guys? Where's Tash gone? She's disappeared. She got so excited. She disappeared. You took mine. That was going to be mine. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, I have to give them a big shout out because, yeah, um, yeah, my good friend Chuck Randolph invited me over to, to have some conversations in close protection. And then I really loved it because we went into their, like, little kind of secure area. Yeah, super yeah. cool. And, and, and then we had a really deep and meaningful conversation with some other, you know, really cool people, you know, Tom, um, I think Tom's okay. the president. He was, he yeah. was in there. Uh, Chuck Tobin was in there and also Caleb was in there. And, and it was just, it was fantastic because I, you know, apart from Tom, cause the first time I met Tom, I, kn I know all those guys personally. So I, I, we were really able to, have a really cool conversation. It was it was really thoughtful and powerful too because we were talking all, about all kinds of different dynamics. Yeah, you know, we were talking about wellness, we we're talking about mental health, but we were also talking about 
you know, innovation, creativity. And, and it was really cool to see some vulnerability because obviously you've got presidents, you've got CEOs in, in that conversation too that were saying what they were doing for their teammates through through the pandemic, what they're still doing right now and, and, and how they're being super kind and, and thoughtful to them. So, yeah, you've got to give and, – and also what OnTick is doing, um, I think you've got to give them huge kudos and, and I think that they're – becoming uh, a big player and and again i think creativity is the name of the day and definitely the buzzword that we really need to focus on right now steve mentioned it is you know our industry needs to be more creative more innovative um you know and and, and really embrace that paradigm shift of, of where we're going towards technology that doesn't mean that that that, that the physical operators are out of job you know they just need to be more creative themselves um, you know, up train, uh, you know, let, let, get some new skills. I think it's exciting. And I think that, that that's the way, um, I mean, I know for me and Steve, obviously we're talking all the time and, and, and you too, Tash, is that we really see the where the industry is going and how cool it's getting. And again, because of there's so many, so much young talent coming in because of the, you know, uh, technology really coming to the forefront where it's, it's the mindsets in the industry are changing. And you know, let's say if you are, let's say, a, a bit of a stick in the mud and you're stuck in your ways, uh, you don't have a choice. You have to move forward now because the, it's like a wave. You, know, you, you either you know, ride that wave or that wave is going to knock you over, right? Absolutely. Let, and, 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 you know, this leads to kind of the other conversation we've been having, right? There is a, there is a need for us for our, the corporations that are leading this to partner with the smaller corporations that are either up or coming or struggling to expand, um, what we can't do is devalue our, our industry. We can't devalue the service offering to the customer. The, the most fruitful thing here is the integrity of our ability to, to build trust with a customer, right? Um, I, I think that we have to invest in each other. I think, you know, <laughs> Lee, you know, uh, Chuck Randolph, I, I think there's a number of people that are so, um, you know, selfless when it comes to the industry. They don't, they're, they're focused on growth. I guess is that the best way to say it? I, they're, they're not, they're not about, you know, their position or their growth. They're about how can we better the industry? Um, James Cameron is another one, yeah. right? James, James is, James is just phenomenal. Um, James has got a passion just to, to build, to build the industry and not scared to upset people either, which I think is super cool, and, but yeah. he's disrupting in a really positive way. Sorry to jump in, bro, but that's no, what I love. No, you're spot, you're spot, but, but we have to invest in each other, right? That's yeah. the point. We have to invest in each other. And there's only so many of us that are doing it and there's a need for others to do it without asking for something in return, I think is the important piece. Um, yeah, I mean, I say to all, you know, all these guys that are their vendors, hey, if you have a question about business or you want to expand or you want to build a GSOC, call me, talk to me. I, I want to hear your vision. I had several meetings with people at GSX about that. Like, and they said, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? I'm not afraid based on success to give you how we got there. Right. I'm not. And, and I, you're the same way, Lee. Right. Like it's not about it's not about money. It's about it's about the friendships we build. It's about it's about the growth of the industry. It's about the people we protect. It's about the integrity that we deliver to the customer market. Um, I just, I love the direction the industry is going with that. And I think that we need to do more 
to push each other in that direction. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I it's mean, a, and, and, hey, go yeah. on, Tash, sorry. I'll keep jumping over you. you ladies first. My apologies. <laughs> You're fine. Okay, so it's funny you brought up Tom from Ontic. I want to go back to this for a second because I met a lot of cool new people. You always meet a ton of people. I think he was my MVP for new friends. Yeah, definitely. He is leading a company and he point blank from jump wants to focus on thought leadership and change and growth. And he means it. They're standing behind it. And as far as the booth goes, like you said, to be able to like have your podcast live on set in a quiet environment where you can have an intimate conversation amongst thousands of people on the floor. I just thought their booth was really cool. And they were all out there engaging, which is so important. You know, it wasn't just someone here dealing with the crowds. And if you caught them, you caught them at like a happy hour. The executive team was out there really chatting it up with anyone and everyone who wanted to have a conversation. I was really appreciative of that. I thought that booth was my favorite. They were great. I do want to give a nod to in, in this vein and talking about um, changing the mindset and growth uh, at the Women in Security Happy Hour. Mm. They had the documentarian there. They had the camera crew and they asked women new and old to the industry, right? You've been in the industry 30 years. Give us your stories. You've been in a year and a half. Why are you here? And I think it's so great that we're seeing initiatives like that, right? Because I know a lot of women... I mean, look at me. I have no tactical background, right? The only link I have to military service is that, shut up, Steve, is that, my, <laughs> is that my dad, he was shaking his head for those of you listening, um, is that my dad was in the military. So I grew up on bases. I would have had no idea that this industry could have been a spot for me and feel so at home, but it does. And I love the industry. So there are women like me out there that have no idea this industry could even afford them opportunities. So I think things like that documentary are great to educate, spread the word. I hope it gets disseminated. I really do uh, once it's done so that it can it can wield the power for good. But the fact that that's even happening, I mean, kudos to the industry. I, I think it's great. Steve, sorry. Now, or who else, who was trying to talk? Sorry, Lee, go. <laughs> I'm always trying to talk. I should I should learn how to be quiet. No, I mean, really, you stole a bit of what I you know, what I stole from you. But yeah, you know, again, going back to, to Tom, yeah. I think again, what he was doing, people can't lie these days without being found out, right? So yeah. when I was sat with Tom, I could genuinely see the authenticity flowing from him and 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 because went like because it was the first time i've met and 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 um the guys introduced me said oh lee's the kindness games and he kind of chuckled and he was like well the hell's the kindness games right but then when we broke into this private conversation i could see like a lot of my words like resonating with him and then he was like this i, I really like this guy and, and 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 there was mutual respect and 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 that feeling and i could see it so it, yeah, for me, it's about the different personalities that come. I, I've got to give a couple of shout outs for people that didn't have booze, though, is my good friend, uh, Max Segal, and also Brian the Flan Flannery. Uh, He's going to hate me for calling him the Flan, but the Flan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the Flan. But oh, it's, it. it's, it, it's so cool. And, and I, I go to a, a, com, a private conversation at me, Steve. 
the flan and cake and dabwani were having you know we, we were in a we, we broke out and we got to went to a bar and i just loved those moments right and it was so impromptu you know off the cuff and and, and as always you know bringing you know i, I all i love that love all those guys in different ways but bringing together people that i enjoy i think that's the thing i love about gsx is the fact of you can just connect so many cool people and then the, the fact they're like i didn't really know who you were but now i know that you're super cool and, and they and they become like instant friends and i think that that is the and, and i've also got to give a big shout out to um alison sands i hope i don't get in trouble <laughs> for giving you a shout out but you know she's awesome um i love the energy uh, that she brings plus she she um, is awesome i i gotta i gotta yeah. i gotta affirm that one she is she is awesome she's she's salty and she doesn't take crap from anyone and and you know what she she is a visionary um and i gotta say flan who I met for the first time in person. <laughs> I did. He just he just sponsored me for ATEP. Um, I like I love him. He's phenomenal. Like I I just that's the type of guy you want to go out of your way just to hang out with and drink a beer with, right? So, um, I I have to say it's like there's this formation happening of thought leaders and friends that are not the type of people one to piss each other off nor are they the type of people to step on each other. It's just a, 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 and I want to see this more with the industry. I want to see this togetherness because at the end of the day, there's people that personalities don't mix. People don't like, you know, there's people that don't like Steve. There's people that don't like Lee. There's a few people that probably don't like Natasha at the end of the day. Nobody likes Dash. <laughs> at the end of the day, what we have is we have some different personalities here, but but we have innovation. That's what I love about this industry. And that's probably the reason I don't leave is we have innovation. We're evolving. We are in a 10 year evolution right now where you either evolve or you're going to die as a business, right? You evolve with technology, you evolve with some of your thought process and it's happening. And it's really, it's a good time to be in the industry because it's not like the old days of the Pinkertons, right? Back in the 1800s where it was just, it was 80 years of, hard work doing security work detective work it is there's there's a there's a happening occurring right now with technology and innovation and thought leadership and it's all kind of and we're living it we're living it we're watching I, it in real time we said riding the wave yeah riding ride the wave. Wave. i love that that's what i'm excited about and the names you guys are mentioning these are all people that over the next 10 years are going to be innovators to that growth tremendous we got to give jerry from boston a shout out too you know yeah oh. he is he is doing some fantastic work alongside james and, and 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 all of those guys that are really trying to accelerate and bring the executive protection part of you know our sector forward. i gotta say I, I'm I'm on the board of the BEPP. Uh, do, do you see the way you had to throw that into you, know, you see that it's the jerry thing jerry yes. You you are the man. That guy has has the most amazing cufflink con, you know collection I've ever seen. It's almost like Devin Tullis's watch collection. I'm just gonna throw that out there, right? Devin has the best watch watch collection out of anybody I know. He is. Hey Tash, should we ask the question of who was the coolest hangout you know in 
in Atlanta. Yeah, who was the best person that you had some fun time with? Yeah, we can give some can give those shout outs, right? Yeah, I, I know mine. Absolutely. I mean, you know I'm attached at the hip to Allison. So of course my my forever MVP buddy will be Allison. MVP. However, you know, our crew, man, I just I love my little crew, right? It's it's you guys, it's it's Tim, it's Britt, it's Jen Evans uh from Colorado, it's uh Jason Sakura. I mean, Mike Petty, let's not forget the one that gets us all to karaoke. I mean, the Mike. man. So I just I just heart our crew. I look so forward to these conferences, not only to gain knowledge, but mainly just to see all of these people who I just have so much love for. I love that. And it's super cool. It's like a load of nomads just coming together, right? And just creating <laughs> chaos. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta must have thought, yeah, who the hell are these people? And I think I think we should shine a light on Mike Petty because yeah, even though Mike has this huge personality, he, you know, he is a bit of a, a quiet professional, I would say, and 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 he's really focused on his on his trade craft. But when when he is out socializing, and you know, carry for those that you don't know, Mike is an absolute karaoke monster. He's but, like yeah. animal. That guy. That, he, listen, he, yeah. He listen. I I gotta say my number one is obviously was my wife. I got to do her all that with you guys and her, which is cool. I don't get to do that that much. Mike was probably my number two that I got to meet, that I got to see. Tim was my number three. Yeah, and of right. course, you know, where, you two, right? Where, where, where are we on this list, Tash? We're like, we, we, like, we seem to be like falling down, right? Because I spent so much time with you guys. Like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, like hearing Tim in person talk, you know what? And listen, I, I I don't want to pull away from GSX, but I got to talk about the kindness games here for a second, because yes. I've 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 ran from it, right? And you know, I just need my feet held to the fire. Natasha, you haven't done it for thirty days, so don't give me that. Oh, give yeah, me come that. on, turtle. <laughs> don't give me that. You haven't done it for thirty days, so when I do it, I'll do it for thirty days. But I I, I just don't know when that'll happen. But listen, Tim Tim is a thought leader. I have never met an army guy so smart in my entire life. Yeah. And listening to him talk, like I was telling you guys when we were at the, uh, not the hookah bar, um, the hookah bar. I'm just kidding. But um, we yeah, you, at- need to, you need to, you need to emphasize what it was. We were, you know, for those of you out there, we were smoking. I'm going to use the word shisha. So it doesn't get confused with something else that sounds the same as hookah. Right. Yeah, hashish. Um, so, so when we were sitting there, like I told you guys, I I have struggled with this industry. You've struggled with this industry. Natasha hasn't struggled at all yet, so it's fine. Um, but really, the struggles we've gone through as executive and owner operators, right, and how we've wanted to quit. Mm. Hearing Tim's story, yeah, and hearing him talk in person after watching so many lives and and Facebook videos is so motivating is so motivating. If you're at, if you're in a doubtful position and you come from our walk, you know, and you need to reach out to somebody, you're a brother. That is the man that I will go to. You know, you Lee, you're one, you're one of the guys I go to when I need advice on things. Um, but Tim, he has a whole different perspective 
for kind of being an operator, you know, per se on, on life. It, it's this out of the box thing. And, and I have to say from a, from an excitement, he would be my number one from an entertainment. It would definitely be Mike, right? Cause that guy <laughs> on a karaoke, Mike is an animal. Like I can't even get, I can't even get my head around how awesome he is. And, and, and listen, uh, James, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, what's his last name? Um, James I, who? What are we talking about? Which James? There's a lot of Jameses. Who was I sitting next to at the, at the hookah bar? Oh, you're talking about Jason. Jason, right? not Jason James. Vaughn. Jason Vaughn. Let me tell you what, Jason, that guy, that guy is motivating. That guy well, is motivating. So I, I think there's a number of people, but, you know, Jason had some, pers I mean, this was more business going back to the business side of it, not getting away from the fun side for a sec. Listening to him and some of the problem sets he deals with, it just, it got me thinking. And that's what's good is we can go from having fun, talking about life in one conversation to then, hey, I have a problem. How have you, how would you handle this? Hey, how, and it's like, you're constantly being fed. You're constantly being given a water trough to drink from, which is what I love. So yep. I'll digress. Well, guys, we're getting, we're getting to that time. But what I will say is you're spot on about Tim. He actually presented to the Puget Sound chapter just a few hours ago. And attendance was fantastic because he is fantastic. And what I learned about that former Army uh, tough guy that's so kind is that, Steve, you will appreciate this. He is a fellow bunny rabbit lover. They had a bunny. So we are both bunny lovers. I always get made fun of for my new bunny. Lee, have you seen my new bunny? No, where's the bunny? You're gonna show me the bunny right now. Not right now, because I have to go inside. I'm in my office, but it's coming. I'll send you pictures. All right, I want to see pictures of of, of the bunny. Could, am I allowed to say anything about Tim or not? Anything. Well, I'm actually gonna oh. say something about. I'm I'm gonna say something about Steve actually, rather than Tim. And I, but I do love what he said about Tim. And Tim knows how much I I, I love him and um, how much of an emotional time it was for me to meet him in person. But I'm gonna say this. And I don't care what Steve says to me, but I saw I saw a completely different side of Steve in that conversation, right? And I'm going to say this for our audience is that Steve took a massive leap of faith and a huge risk, and he leaned into vulnerability, right? And 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 he opened up in in a way that uh i'm not just gonna say men but most humans wouldn't yeah wouldn't be willing to to take that you know go outside your comfort zone because it, it you you can be crushed straight away there are some nefarious actors out there that would be crushed and and maybe the fact of who was sat on the table it you know it it, it felt like a great space for steve but mate um Huge kudos to you, mate, for doing that. And yeah. just so you know, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm communicating it to the world right now. But I want to, you want you to know <laughs> that I recognised it straight away when you were talking. Right. So good for you, bro. Oh, I'll add on to this one. So one one of the reasons I came to work for Steve is because almost immediately I saw past the exterior of exactly. Steve. He is a giant teddy bear underneath it all. And my 
little girls love him because he tells princess stories when my youngest one comes on the screen. So Steve is wonderfully soft behind his uh, first impression. I will say that. Okay, well, it's about that time, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And now that's a wrap. We're done. Steve Hernandez start his kindness games in the next week. We will see his first post, which I will be happy to tag along with if you need someone to lift you up, Steve. I, I have full confidence you're more than capable, but I will join you if you need a, a, Listen, a Can I get like a kindness games like template of like how, how is this supposed to go? We've got one, bro. We'll send it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'll, okay, and, listen. You know what? I hand hand to God, I will commit for Lee and for the kindness games and for Tim to do it. I mean I just need I just need calendar reminders, Natasha. So if you could make somebody I'm on, I'm make on it. I myself. <laughs> yeah, you do turtle. You like what? Ten more days and then you're done. Come on, okay. right? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Wait, you don't have to do it consecutively? You're, you're meant to. and Yeah, unless you're the turtle where, like, she's got, like, special dispensations, to, like, just to do what she wants. Well, listen, this is awesome. You guys are awesome. I will, I will commit. I will commit under oath of the iPad all or right. whatever, whatever I have near me. Um, all right. I'll, I'll I'll commit to do I I owe it. Listen, it's it's such a good feeling to have such a good group in this industry, and um, you know I got a lot of people that probably consider they're my friends, and but you know you guys are. I know that I can call on each and every one of you. I mean, leave. You've always been there as long as I can remember back to the days of PSG, man. So the days in the back in the days it's like a kleenex moment right like maybe maybe yeah. we should like put like a rating on this right hallmark music to the back too much, yeah, no. exactly. too much emotion okay natasha over to you all right so continue to check out our podcast on spotify uh itunes and of course go to our website if you want to see the video version on our podcast and blog section thanks everyone for being a part of a time to head north love you me Till the next GF. Cheers, guys.